Hi everyone, this is Coach Connor. Hi everyone, this is Coach Ashling. And welcome back to part two of the Ashling's Breakup series, Ashling's Breakup Journey. So we were chatting on <laughs> the break here, we just finished part one, we're like, what are we going to call this? And I just said, we'll call it Ashling's, Ashling's Breakup Story, Ashling's Breakup Journey. We had. And then Ashling reminded me, she's like, yeah, well, I don't know if you were too clear in the title, but what you did say to me was... It's actually multiple multiple breakups. Yeah. And we haven't even got to the biggest one yet. No, that's Ooh. coming now. This episode ominous. <laughs> <laughs> so we don't know Cue what we'll call. Music. <laughs> we don't know what we're going to call the series, but uh, probably something to do with breakup because you, you've had so many breakups during this period, so traumatic. And mm. uh, as we said, not to give the uh, I'm sure our listeners are kind of uh, intuitive and know what's about to come, but. The big breakup is about to come, unfortunately, or fortunately. Fortunately, yes. we'll say. Well, yeah, it turned out it turned out to be fortunate. <laughs> okay, Ash. So I think you were about to go into a summary. Um, kind of bring us up to date, summarize uh, where we're at, and we'll go from there. Yes. So, um, like you said, let's just go back and recap, um, hmm. for everybody, um, part one of this. So, um, we'll go back to Ireland, um. Yeah. Back in Ireland, I started off with two successful businesses. And actually, the first business I never mentioned in mm. um, the first podcast, but I had um, I was a beautician um, uh, in my first business. So I had my own little studio uh, that I would operate out of here in League Slip uh, yeah. down in the village. So I would be doing all of the regular things that a beautician would do. Makeup, yeah. eyebrows, eyelashes, uh, nails, everything. So that was my first business that I got into. And yeah. that was run solely by myself. Uh, that was just me. Yes. And then, Connor, we moved then into the fitness, health and fitness realm. Yeah. Together after a few years. Um, so you brought me into that really yourself and Dr. Teresa. Um, and then I went off to do my Pilates. Yeah. Um, and then became a Pilates instructor. And uh, then we built up Booty Camp from there. And then subsequently um, got the studio. Built yes. that up. Uh, designed uh, our whole studio. And then started uh, doing videos from there. Teaching classes. Yes. Um, so that then was our second business. Yeah. And then from there, um, I decided to move them, my ex-boyfriend to Luxembourg. Um, he had mm-hmm. a job transfer um, to go there. So natural progression. Um, we were together for uh, uh, many years and I said, look, I'm going to have to make a call here. Do I stay in Ireland and do the long distance thing or do I go over there and let's make a good go at it you know so after you know five and a half six years you're thinking this is natural progression now probably going to stay with this person for the rest of my life yeah and uh yeah so then I found myself in Luxembourg um we moved then um our physical business that we had here to an online business so then that morphed into the healthy coaches yes and this is really your third business now because even though it's it's an it's an offshoot of what we were doing. It's it's really completely different. Actually. It is completely different, Con. Um, yeah. so it was a one on one coaching business that I would yeah. engage with just solely, um, uh, client client by client, um, yes. business, um, uh, that I would then, as we explained in the last one, um, basically be equipping the ladies, taking a lot of the information that we would have taught, um, our group classes, yeah. um, nutrition. 
um, tools to deal with life, how to deal with emotional stress, how to mm. um, plan out your, your meals, how to exercise, finding basically your lifelong plan um, for yes. what is for what works for you. So that was basically the coaching um, scenario, the healthy coaches. So I went to Luxembourg then uh, with that business and would um, manage my clients remotely yeah. uh, that way. So that kind of takes us up then to the um the the downfall i suppose then in myself so yeah. going from a successful business owner um you know everything was going right for me in life yeah. and no complaints really um you know had a great relationship with you mm. um great relationship with Teresa. the work was very difficult but we were always moving we were always getting pro- our, you know new programs done we were always moving forward and then i suppose con the biggest uh well there was really two breakups i suppose the breakup between myself yourself and Teresa, be from the studio point yeah, of view yeah. so we were three partners together yeah. um, working, trying to make the studio work and building our program. So then when I yeah. pulled out of that then and decided to go to Luxembourg, that was then um, yeah. for the first time, one partner leaving. Yeah, leaving. That was a huge, but like, again, just giving a bit of context. Yeah. Like, you, I, I can't remember when you started Pilates, let's say it was around 2008, 2009, mm. let's just say 2009. And this is now 2017. You're, you're basically in the fitness, wellness uh, industry for, let's say, a good seven, eight years, Ash. Yeah. Uh, like, what I mean is in Ireland, working with people in person, group classes. That's yeah. your life. Like, that's your yeah. career. And now you're moving again. You're still in the uh, wellness, health and wellness industry, but it's a completely different kettle of fish. Definitely. Um, But the breakup really is we put all of our eggs into this basket like of the of the studio like we put all our eggs into that basket and the the accumulation of the of your seven years had led up to the studio in yeah. this and now now you were leaving all that behind exactly um so you know that's a big stressor obviously yeah so that was the first breakup really for me and then i suppose the 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 second breakup was a major blow to my system which was the breakup of me and you mm. in terms of our business relationship but not even just the business relationship it was yes personal, brother and personal sister relationship, relationship. yeah things so, got really bad between us you moved over to luxembourg you know we'll get into this uh, probably my story again another time but long story short for for everyone Ashley and I had a complete falling out for a variety of different reasons and we basically weren't even on speaking terms so now we went from a very good sibling relationship very very good working together and you know not a lot of siblings can work together and look don't get me wrong we had our, we had a lot of challenges mm. but um, we always got through our challenges and now Ashley was moving to another country and we were not on speaking terms at all and you know the majority of that was probably on my end I kind of blocked Ashley out I was going through tremendously stressful times myself probably didn't know how to deal with the stresses in my life and um, I attributed Ashling to some of my stressors because the studio was wrapped up in this put out everything into that so yeah. I just kind of stopped talking to Ashling altogether mm-hmm. and that, that was another breakup on your part so yeah. this is your, your kind of building up the breakups yeah i know <laughs> totting them up as we yeah. go but um so let let me bring bring everybody up to speed then i suppose then um 
we had the so I was then suffering obviously um you know severe loneliness yeah. depression um you know mental ill uh, illness uh, dis-ease oh, in my mind oh can I mind. just interject yeah. here this isn't actually a breakup uh, ash but it is still significant in that your best friend at the time was Roisin and you were working now you and Roisin didn't break up but you were working with Roisin on a daily basis very good friends like like almost like sisters nearly just could chat the ears off yeah, each other yeah yeah huge support system mm. and then when you and Roisin uh, when you moved to Luxembourg you and Roisin are still in great terms doing the podcast together but it's a breakup in the sense that your 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 routine, your life is as as a breakup in the sense that you're not chatting to your confidant every day, yeah. your female confidant, I should say. Yeah. Because um, you know, Roshin had her. You know, that sometimes happen. You're not in a physical environment together. It, it now becomes more of a working relationship. Definitely. Whereas before, you're in physical uh, contact with each other every day. It's a very uh, fre- huge friend, as I said, like sisters. Yeah. Chatting to each other every day. hundred percent. So that's, you know, not necessarily a breakup, but still a semi-breakup. Yeah. Two and a half breakups. Well, in the way that I am, Connor, and you know, and Roisin know as well, I, I'm very, I'm very bad at texting and I don't like yeah, texting Yeah, you people. don't like not face-to-face. I don't stuff. like... You don't even n- like on the phone. I No, I don't. Yeah, um, yeah. Unless I'm really pushed and that, yes. that you have to chase me to do it so yes. um yeah face-to-face contact is very important to me so didn't have that um yeah so that then obviously led to an accumulation then of just yeah uh, feeling just really shit like and just, now it makes more sense i asked a question in the first podcast like what why did what did you attribute all of this depression to but if you, if you just think of those three things like yeah. The three things we just outlined, those three breakups are two and a half, as I call it as a joke, whatever. But let's just say three breakups. I mean, of course, your emotions are going to be really messed up. Destroyed, like. new, yeah. Three breakups, new country, on your own, new language, no, no friends in the country, couldn't interact because didn't know the language. I mean, of course, you're going to go into a spiral there. Yeah. So, Absolutely. Anyway. so then well the spiral then I suppose is a good good way of putting it um, that then brought up the issue of bulimia again yeah, yeah. Um, so that was then my mechanism or crutch I suppose to try to deal with the stress or to try and mm. uh, purge some of the bad feelings out of my body um, mm. uh, but also just a way to seek some sort of comfort from something because yeah. I just I didn't didn't have didn't have the rug the rug was pulled from under my feet basically let's put it that way and yeah. i needed something then to on good terms with your ex because you this behavior was going on like and you were it was a secretive behavior secretive behavior exactly so, like, so it was all to myself um yeah. really so then yes. uh con um just to push it on uh, i suppose a little bit um i discussed in the last podcast that i decided that i'd get a job in a coffee shop yeah um to try to seek out some sort of human interaction try yeah. to chat to somebody so anybody who'd listened to me you know I would, yeah. <laughs> probably even if they didn't understand me i just <laughs> just to be talking at somebody or to yeah. somebody yeah. um Definitely. so uh, I got the job then subsequently, Con in the in the mm. in the coffee shop, 
mm. and uh, started working there. Didn't wasn't a part. I was looking for a part time job to try to be able to keep the healthy coaches coaches going on mm. the side, mm. but it, it turned out that I needed to be there full time. Mm. So with with all of the 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 pain and the mental difficulty and the stress and the drain of all of that, I mm. couldn't keep up both of them at the same time because mm. I was trying basically con just trying to survive. Do you know what I mean? Were, yeah just trying to keep myself afloat um mm. so i guess we can we can start from there really um uh, there, the coffee yeah. shop yeah yeah um so do you know what's so funny i never i never thought um and by the way kudos to anybody out there who is working in a coffee shop job or yeah. uh, any job where you're dealing with the public uh restaurant bar whatever like you know, major yeah. kudos to to you guys, uh, because I never believed or I never could believe how difficult it is mm. to to uh, constantly deal with the public, deal with mm. everybody's issues. Do you know what it is as well? Mm. Right. Mm. So I I got very comfortable in the coffee coffee shop job because a lot of people come to coffee shops to tell you their problems you're while counselor. you're making yes <laughs> to tell you their problems that's while, good and so, then you then you know to look at your problems just look at other people 100% that makes a lot of sense 100% it's yeah. so good so I started building up relationships with mm. all of these customers in the coffee shops yeah. they be coming in telling me about marriage breaks day. up <laughs> marriage breakups yeah. um, uh, divorce uh, relationships yeah. you know all yeah. types of different stuff yeah. so uh, I my eyes con uh we're really starting to open up in the coffee shop i really started to to motor there i suppose in terms of getting a group around me having a community interacting with new people um and then i started to feel somewhat okay about myself Mm. for a while Mm -hmm. and then the issue an issue came out of that Mm. Um, and basically the issue was I was no longer fulfilling my potential as the successful businesswoman that I was mm. in Ireland mm. doing all of these programs mm. um, holding my own classes um, doing all these entrepreneurial stuff yeah. that was no longer now who I was I was just yes. trying to survive by working in the coffee shop yeah. and my ex-boyfriend at the time didn't didn't understand why um i i'm gonna say say it this way why i was selling myself so short by now working in a coffee shop and not 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 selling now did you feel that or did he just feel that like i mean because you were just trying to survive weren't you i was just trying to survive con i didn't feel that yeah i didn't feel that until i was constantly being told but of course you know what it's too much you knew in the back of your head this was just a stop a a little little transition stepping stone yeah stepping stone stepping stone exactly i knew con in the the back of my head i was like i'm gonna meet somebody in this Mm. coffee shop someday and they're gonna give me a chance so i always had that belief in my head that i would because i was chatting everybody all the time but i think ash anyone listen to this be like it's a mad situation because of course again i know i keep repeating myself i'm like a broken record here but you're in a bloody new country new language on your own of course you need a bit of time to get your feet on the ground Mm. you can't be going you know what i'm saying it's normal like this but anyway look i'm not gonna go on you (laughs) well let's let's say on track but definitely all 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 relative all relative points there i mean it's uh yeah 
So, um, in yeah, Con, in the back of my head, anyway. So this pressure started to come then. The pressure started You're to... not living up to your potential. Why I'm are not... you working in a coffee store? Exactly. Um, You're wasting your t- potential Wasting there. my talent, wasting my potential. Yeah. Do I want... The question was asked, do you want to work in a coffee shop for the rest of your yeah. life? Yeah, and what would you say? So, and I'd be like, no, but it's what I have to do. And mm. by the way, Con, I had mm. zilch energy to even think about where my next step was going to be. I'm sure you were... This is a new job, new language. New language. Sure, your brain is melted doing brain all Brain is melted. Stressing, you know. Stress to the eyeballs. Yeah. So I couldn't actually think about propelling myself. I did not mm. have the energy to get up and go and start mm. looking mm. for another job. I at, at least mm. would need somebody to give me a hand and say, I'm gonna, I'll am gonna, i take you out of this job and let's see what we can do for you. And yeah. that was just like, I mean, pie in the sky. Who's going to yeah. do that? Yeah. Well... Um, <laughs> so uh, anyway Con yeah the, the pressure was absolutely so things, mounting. Are, things sound like they're deteriorating in the relationship completely right? deteriorating in the relationship yeah, give us an insight into, into the relationship now Ash in terms of you moved over there you started this secretive behaviour your ex-boyfriend's in a new job he's away all day um, you're feeling depressed oh, but you're hiding it from him yeah. now you start this new coffee job how was the relationship progressing through all of this the relationship is deteriorating very fast right. and I then start to make my own friends and no right, longer so you're one... growing further and further apart you're living together for your first time in your lives well, yeah. that's a good point to actually bring up to, to everyone this is the first time that you're living together with this guy Yeah. so that's a big change but now you're living together, but you're actually growing further and further apart emotionally. Definitely. So um, then I started to kind of build my own life that was a separate from the, mm. the life that we always had or knew mm. together. So So you're building separate lives. Building separate Both lives. Both of you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. Go ahead. Um, no longer... Um, no longer had uh, an open relationship mm. together. When I'm in an open relationship, I mean, mm. thing, sit down, you know. Telling each other everything. Telling each other everything. Yeah. Um, I told a lot of lies in yes. the relationship. I no longer trusted my ex-boyfriend to uh, support me, I suppose, in all the way, yeah. ways that I needed. But he no longer trusted me either because yeah. I was just going off now doing my own thing, making my own friends, yeah. um, staying away from the apartment, staying out of the apartment. Oh my God. Um, so the relationship uh, was then turned really bad and I'm to blame for a lot of, I suppose, yeah. how, it, how it actually really came to an abrupt finish. And mm. he... He could no longer really deal with me and mm. I I could no longer really deal with him. So yeah. the relationship was 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 bound for doom. Yeah, really. Failure, yeah. Bound for failure. Yeah. So um I want to just give a bit of a timeline, I suppose, yeah. of how long I was working in the coffee shop for at this stage when everything broke up. So uh I was probably going into my eighth month in the coffee shop, mm. uh, Connor, um, at this stage when we decided to part ways, myself and my mm. ex-boyfriend, we decided to part ways. So you were over there for two months, so you were, you were over there ten months together at this stage around, you said, because you went over in November, you started the coffee in January. 
something yeah. like that so you're yeah. over there almost a year together almost a year together exactly yeah yeah, yeah. Okay. um so in in luxembourg that coffee shop had three joints had three shops right it's mm-hmm. a franchise so they oh, had three yeah, shops yeah. so i was mostly working in the central one mm. And then they had just really opened up the third shop, which was uh, in the Kirchberg area. So the Kirchberg right. area in Luxembourg is the real financial district. It's mm. where all the big companies are. And uh, a lot of people are speaking English out there. Now, my boss, obviously, <laughs> I didn't exactly keep my promise with saying that I would, you know, mm. go study in French. So right. just maintain speaking in petit peu <laughs> and then English mostly so uh, they said Ashling would be a great one to to move out to Kirschberg okay. um, into the new coffee shop yeah. so uh, they eventually shipped me out I suppose around the yeah. eighth month out there so I was starting a new coffee shop out there right and uh, now when we broke up uh, Connor um, I moved out of the apartment that we shared okay together. so this was an abrupt or you know, uh, you know obviously it was for the whole time there it was it was kind of deteriorating so it probably wasn't news to either of you but was it ever discussed like if we don't change this is gonna end oh or definitely was it just, back yeah, and all forth of, all of that was going on back and forth this has to, something has to change this has to but it just so it wasn't an abrupt ending is my point it was no it was it was ongoing but it did actually come to an abrupt end when it really the, 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 there was no there was no release valve anymore uh, yeah. in it and the, the, the top just blew uh, right. the pressure just got too much and it was it was quite an abrupt ending yeah. in the end so I was working with um, this guy in in the coffee shop in Kirchberg yeah. and I I told him listen I said my relationship is fucked everything yeah. is broken yeah. I said we're not together anymore yeah. uh, I said I have to move out and yeah. I said I don't know I don't know where I'm going to go and he was living with his his this mother. Is someone working in your in the new sorry, yeah. This is this is this is a guy that I worked yeah. with in the coffee shop. You'd moved to the new coffee store. Moved to the new new coffee store. We're yeah. working together. Uh, I, you know, tell him tell him everything. Um, wow. try and share my pain. Yeah. And I said I don't know where I'm gonna go. Um, so so hold on, you're you've broken up, but where are you living? This is the thing. So I, I don't didn't don't don't didn't have anywhere to go. Oh my god. Didn't have anywhere to go. So then I had to say to Angelo, listen, I don't have anywhere to go. Can you help me or do oh you know my god. do you know if anybody so has you're in a, a room? New foreign country on yes. your own. Four breakups at this stage. Yeah. Nowhere to live, homeless. Mm. I mean, effectively. So tell me this. You broke up and then you never went back to the place. Like, so you so you broke up that day and you slept in another house that night. How did that work? Um, like, did you go to Angelo straight away and like, oh, I can't go back to the house today? I think it was probably up. the next day. Yeah, I think it was probably the next day. Right. And, uh, you know what? I, sorry. I met Angelo in the city. Yeah. I, I met Angelo in the city and said, can you come to the city? I need to talk to you. Right. I said, I'm in big trouble. I said, I need to talk to you. Yeah. Um, so I met Angelo in the city and it was night time. It was evening time and it was, 
yeah, it was coming into winter again. Yeah. And um, I said, listen, Angelo, I said, you know the whole story with me. I said, I've told you everything. Yeah. I said, because he used to try to give me advice right. and all that You've kind of stuff. Right, him stuff. Yeah. yeah, and I said, listen, I said, it's happened. I said, we've broken well. up. And I said, I, I said, I just need you to help me. I said, do you know anywhere where I can go? Do you know oh where I can God. get a room? Gee, and he said listen he said why don't you come and stay with me and my mom so his mom yeah. is like 70 odd sicilian yeah. lady they're sicilians uh, oh. from italy yeah they're italian oh. and uh he said listen we have a room in our house you can come and stay come and stay with me so why don't amazing. you go and get your get well, your things amazing, but thank god thank god yeah. yeah what he said why don't you go and get your things um whatever mm. you need to stay over and then I'll help you collect all your other stuff either tomorrow or whenever you need. Mm. So I got my stuff, um, stayed, went to Angelo's house, met his mother, <laughs> um, Adelgisa. And uh, I mean, con thinking about it, looking back, I mean, they opened me with, they, they welcomed me with open arms. Gee, Mark, yeah. And um, she probably thought like, who is this guy? Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, um, got there anyways that night and uh stayed in the spare room and i remember that night just lying in the bed looking up at the ceiling and i was thinking oh my god i just i can't i can't even tell you what it was what it was like um lying in the bed that night just wondering you know where how in the name of god did i get here do you know how did it all get so bad and it was just I. Oh do you know God, what? Imagine that. Staying in a stranger like Angela wasn't a stranger to me, but it was staying in a stranger. I mean, his mom was the one that owned the house. You're in Luxembourg. I'm in Luxembourg on, on my own. No, nothing. Four breakups. Yeah. Foreign language. No, you know. Yeah. No, you know. Don't have your support system. Mm. Worst breakup of all time. Breaking up with your boyfriend that you've been with for seven, what, six, seven years. Yeah. And you're in some randomers. I know he's not totally random, but some workmates' house. Essentially randomer. Randomers' like, yeah. house. You know, in a room. On your yeah. own. Janie mm. Mac. So, um, yeah. Then, so, did that then con for about, uh, stayed with Angelo for about a month, I'd say. And then I was right. I was on the hunt like uh, do you know when I I said to you the other day I it's almost like haze for me when I look back on that time because yeah. I was just in survival mode oh I just I just needed to survive I just I I can't tell you how I managed to do the things that I did to no. in order to to keep my feet in the ground and yeah. just keep going yeah so I eventually found a place um in Plastibury in the middle of Luxembourg so it was in one one of the most central streets in the okay. city. Moved out of Angelo's place, um, moved into a little studio in, in Luxembourg. Yeah. Could fry an egg from my bed. It was like a glorified hotel room. Oh. <laughs> I was paying 1300 euro oh for God. like a glorified hotel room. It was yeah. a tiny, tiny, tiny studio. Yeah. But anyway, I absolutely loved it. I right. loved just being, finally having my own place to not be feeling like I was just yeah. 
living with just a, a burden on other people. Just a, yeah, exactly. Yeah. A burden on other people. I yeah. I had a place that I could go back to and escape to yes. and get my thoughts together. And it was a stop. The, the little studio was a stopgap because Con- at that mm. stage, I really had no idea where I was going then. Of course. I, had, I mean, it's the worst, the worst thing in the world happened to you at this stage. Yeah. So I kitted out the my... The worst going to happen. Yeah. So I kitted out my little studio as best I could. Tried to make it into a little abode for myself um you know a little comfortable place mm-hmm. and then um then uh yeah i was i was really then thinking about coming back to ireland um of course i'm sure everyone is thinking why aren't you back in ireland everyone's probably thinking well yeah the first thing i would do is get on a plane get the hell out of there yeah but I, that's definitely yeah what I would think too. But I think I was in so much pain that I could not come home and face the music, as yeah. well. So I was just kind of suspended, uh, in there. I was suspended in Luxembourg and kind of in pain, and I didn't want to have to face the music anywhere else. I was already trying to just. You were get still through. in escapism. It was in, still in, in, in escapism. In a way, weren't you? Yeah. Well, understandably, I mean, look, yeah. look at the journey you had. Like you're fucking amazing that you kept yourself together anyway so yeah it makes sense you're because you were saying if you came back here it'd be more of a you know reality you have to face reality a little bit and talk, yeah but, uh, exactly so then con um i was living in that little studio for uh, a few months and mm. things were coming to a close for me mentally in coffee fellows i was coming into my 10th month there Right. And listen, I had told so many people my my story, um, customers that were coming in. So now I was okay. in the financial hub. I was in the center of where I would be best placed to get a job if I was ever going to get one. Um, I was looking for sales and marketing. Okay, in, yeah. in in whatever company it didn't ma- listen it didn't matter where I just wanted to give it one last shot and for somebody just to give me a a, a good shot. Yes. So things weren't looking good, Con. And mm. um, mm. I was in the shop one day and uh, this girl came in, a gorgeous looking girl. Mm. Her name was Maxie. Um, and she worked in one of the close by companies. And I'd never seen her before. Mm. And she started coming in on a regular basis. And the lads that I used to work with, <laughs> like, absolutely loved this girl. She was gorgeous. Mm. They were always trying to you know make conversation with her mm. so anyway she started then coming to me in the coffee shop and she said oh, those lads are such idiots she was like will you make my will you <laughs> start making saying, my yeah. coffee for me yes and i said absolutely i said no no problem so she used to get a hot chocolate and yes. i would make her the best hot chocolate that i would nice. be possibly able to make i used to give her all the little extras marshmallows everything on top so I started speaking to Maxie now on a regular basis yeah. and uh, she knew uh, my whole story and I was telling her if you if you hear of anything can you can you tell me mm-hmm. in terms of you know sales or marketing or anything I just I take anything just take me out of this place I yeah, don't so done with it con I was yeah. so mentally drained from it all yes so anyway Maxie then stopped coming to the coffee shop for a while. I thought, oh my God, what did I do? <laughs> and uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A bit clingy there. Right? Yeah, probably. <laughs> so she, I didn't see her for a while. And then, Con, I lost all hope. I was like, course, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. my last lifeline is gone. Haven't seen her in a few weeks. 
and there was one evening there uh, probably yeah it was it was it was a start of December and I was closing up the coffee shop snowing outside so dark cold um and I I just I left everything there uh in the shop I didn't finish up the the cleaning I just wanted to take a five minute break and just go outside and sit down and I was just sitting there and I was just obviously looking blankly at the floor or something and who comes around the corner only Maxie yeah and she says oh hi how are you and I said oh my god Maxie I haven't seen you in so long how are you and she was so busy in there and you know she was getting on with her own stuff and just hadn't been in and she said oh she said you look so tired are you okay and I said ah sure look (laughs) (laughs) just surviving um everything's grand yeah yeah exactly oh Oh, yeah no grand just a bit tired up early this morning and um she said uh here listen why don't i give you my business card and why don't you send me across your cv and let me see if there's something in vista for you Mm -hmm. so i said definitely i said hand me over the business card and Mm -hmm. uh, i'll send it over to you so anyway i emailed maxi and um she emailed me back and said i've sent this uh, cv to the commercial director um he will come to the coffee shop with me so you can meet him right because i think that there's a a sales and marketing assistant position just after opening because our marketing lady has gone on maternity leave okay so i was like oh my god i was like this can't be happening i was like this is great but then i didn't want to get too excited about it either because i just i didn't i just couldn't deal with another disappointment so i just said okay this sounds good so then one day con um Maxie came into the coffee shop. Uh, She had emailed me and said, I'm going to bring Yost into the coffee shop. That's the commercial director, so you can meet him. And I was like, oh my God, okay, it's brilliant. So Mm. anyway, one day at lunchtime, uh, they came. Now, lunchtime is so busy in the coffee shop, so would we go, go, go? And um, the queue used to be out the door around the corner a bit. So next thing to the corner of my eye when I was on the cash machine... I saw Maxie and this big long lantern John standing beside her. So I was like, oh yeah. my God, that must be Yost. Yes. So then I started putting on the performance of my it's life it's at the cash it's register. It's and um, this is your ticket out of there. This is my ticket. Yeah. This is the golden ticket. So anyway, Yost came up to the counter with Maxie and mm. he said, you must be Ashling," And I said, I am. And he said, my name's Yost. That's like toast with a J. Uh, Yost on toast. Yost on toast. (laughs) And he put his arm in across. uh, And uh, this is obviously pre-COVID. So shook my hand. Oh, yeah. And um, then met him there then. And um, he made him a cappuccino. Made him the best cappuccino I think I've ever made in my life. (laughs) And uh, then he was just chatting to me a little bit there when I gave him his coffee. And he said... um, Listen, he said, I got your CV from Maxie. I'd be delighted to have a proper chat with you. Yeah. I'll email you uh, with more details. But uh, yeah, I'll talk to you then. Yeah. So then I was like, oh my God, you know, more pieces are coming, coming, coming together on this. Yeah. This sounds great. So then he sent me an email. Yo sent me an email and said, um, I'm... Uh, I'm I'm really interested in meeting uh, with you and I want to bring my colleague Vincent with me who's a senior um, 
commercial manager mm. um you'll be taken on if 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 you if we if you come to Vistra you would be doing the similar role that Vincent's doing yes. so he said why don't we meet for lunch and um Vincent will come with us and I'll pick you up at the coffee shop and we can the the, the beef bar is across the road where we went for lunch and uh, so this all came together I told the lads in the coffee shop now I wouldn't have been normally allowed to leave at lunchtime because course, that's yeah. such a busy time but the lads in the coffee shop were like oh my god you have to do it you they have sound, to they were sound yeah, they, or maybe they just want to get rid of you maybe they want to get rid of me <laughs> one or the other we'll say they're just nice <laughs> so so the lads covered for me for that shift so I could sneak off and yeah. go across to the restaurant to the beef bar with the with the two guys yes um Oh my God, Connor! I'm just like even thinking about it. I was so excited. Yeah. Like they said, we'll pick you up at twelve. And I remember going into the toilets in in the complex that I was working in, changing my clothes, putting on a nice shirt, mm. you know, nice trousers, nice jacket. Mm. Um, just really, I was like, this. If I don't, if I don't, if I don't board this train now, I'll never get a chance yeah. like this before. So it just huge excitement and pressure though at the same time to yes. just make make it or break it you know yeah, yeah, yeah. um so the two guys came in and they collected me and we walked over and we had lunch together and we just had a chat like yeah. they just asked me everything about you know why did i come to luxembourg what did i do before you know what would i what what am i looking for you know um, we, you know, my experience in sales and marketing, all that kind of stuff. So we just had a very uh, friendly chat, I suppose. Um, and that was that was the in, that was the first informal, I suppose. That was the interview, really. Um, that was really. Uh, yeah, yeah. Even though it was informal, but yeah. it wasn't. It we didn't call it an interview, but that was. Yeah, yeah. That was really it. They knew leaving that. That. They knew leaving that either I was good or not. Yeah. Um. So then anyway, I got an email then um, from Yoast that day to say it was really nice to meet you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we really enjoyed your story. Um, seems like you would be a good fit for what we're looking for. But obviously now we have to go through the formal process of setting up a, an interview with HR and we have to follow that process. So they set up then an interview for me um, to go in there. And again, the guys covered for me in Coffee Fellows. I went over one yes. morning across the road to Vistra and uh, did very well in that interview. Um, All right, calm down. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was... I, I I'll just, be honest with you now, I was great. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you know what it was, Con? I don't know, what do you make of well, what, what it? The reason I did so well was because when you when when your life depends on something and yeah. really i was in the situation where i there was no i did i couldn't see any way back for me anywhere else yeah. other than to move forward with this so yeah. i did an unbelievable amount of research for that yeah. interview you made sure you i made sure that yes. i had that in the bag um yeah. i rehearsed i yeah. scripted every question that they could possibly ask me the amount of work yes. that i did for that interview was insane yes um so i did i well i and subsequently did well then and yes, um yeah, now, yeah, I yeah. Feel, <laughs> now i don't feel now i don't i feel like i'm boasting <laughs> but i did i did i did and uh, so... i don't know if you know but i'm kind of a big deal <laughs> 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 enough about me 
about you. Let's talk about me, Johnny Bravo. Um, so yeah. Uh, Right, now I'm off track. Where was I? So, okay, so... Uh, that you got was, the job, you got the job. Uh, so yeah, 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 yeah. And we're building uh, it up too much here. Uh, no, but that's the way it was in my head. So, uh, look, I got the job then. They emailed me and said, look, we're delighted to make you offer, blah, blah. Um, yeah. I Listen, I don't even know if I read half the email. I just wrote back and said, I'll take it. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, they were like, what, what salary do you expect? I take it. I'll take it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what salary do you want? That one, I'll yes, have it. Yes, yes. Um, uh, so I t- grabbed it with both hands. Sure, I was delighted. Yes. Um, uh, look, listen, best day in my life, really, yes, because of well, the pain. Yeah, so, yeah, 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 uh, So, um, yes, then... Got that job, Con. Got into Vistra then. Mm, so um, okay, well, we, let's 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 do a timeline here now. Where where are we now? So so we have moved to Luxembourg. January into November. January by the January two or three months later, we are in the coffee store. Then we spend around ten months in the coffee store. Is that about right? We're about yeah. so we're about a year into Luxembourg now. Yeah, yeah. And then and then and then from. What's the transition then into then, this new job? Then, Con, so I left then, yeah, you're right, a coffee shop then um, after 10 months, and this was in December. Oh, and right, okay, This yeah. was in December. That you and moved into the new place? That I moved into the new... That yeah. I so moved basically into there the a year, place. Ash, a little bit more than a year, basically, into the new job then. You, you're, sorry, you're in Luxembourg the previous November is what I'm saying. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. exactly, exactly. And then I started in Vistra in February. Ah, so you got the job in December and then you started in the February. Yeah. Type of thing. Okay. Got, cool. Well, I had the interview in, in January, Got started working in, in ah, February. Ah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay. yeah. Met the lads in December, interview yes. January, then started in February. In February, okay. Um, right. So we started in there then. Um, absolutely loved it. Yes. Absolutely loved my, ah. loved my team. Loved working with. Uh, so you're working in sales and marketing in a corporate corporation, basically. Uh, fine, yeah, fine, yeah, uh, fin- financial services. Financial which, service. by the way, if anybody ever told me that I would be working in financial services, <laughs> yeah. I'd. Um, well, I'm sure if anyone told you'd be working at a coffee store in Luxembourg, you would. Yeah, <laughs> no. You wouldn't believe that either. So, I know. so it's been a bit crazy that way. So, uh, started in there anyway. Um, started working with Yost and Vincent uh, absolute listen yes, I, well. I got something happened Connor everything then started going my way mm-hmm. everything was on the up yeah, for me this is basically two years ago from today like we're in January 2021 so this is basically three sorry three years ago is basically when this is yeah, you started the job basically three years. You're in there nearly three years. Yeah, what I'm yeah, yeah. It will be fe- yeah. coming fe- this February three years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. So. Uh, was put into an unbelievable team. Um, the lads were great. Yeah. Uh, they they helped me so much. Um, yeah. uh, really understood my situation as well, and uh, mm. just looked after me basically. Um, mm. you know, protected me, made sure that everything was okay for me, and uh, made sure that I fitted in. Introduced me to loads of people. That's con when I really realized holy shit mm. this having a job like that 
is so valuable because the community aspect for me, and we talked mm. about this in, in, in part one, the community aspect for me was so important because I've only ever known community in my life. I've only ever known community in football. I've only ever yeah. known community in work. I've only ever known community, uh, you know, with you, Roisin, yeah. uh, Teresa. Yeah. So... This was it was all coming back to me and that's when I started going out of surviving and I started to thrive. Yes. Right? Yeah. So um I started to do very well then in that job. Um But you've a lot to learn too. This is another new job again that you're not used to. You exactly, know? exactly. So you're under huge stress and pressure there as well. Yeah, exactly. My let's say my mental my mental state uh started to definitely improve, but I was kind of Listen, I didn't know anything. I had not 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 a clue about financial services. No. Um with marketing it's you can you can you can take well, another your... thing another thing too, I sorry to interrupt you're like let's be honest here, you're not you, you've only just broken up with your uh you know, not only a couple of months now, but your seven year long you're not a seven year boyfriend, you're not anywhere as close to over that like that's going to take a long long time so it's probably good to dive into something completely new like in, instead of wallowing in that pain yeah because you're not going to be over that for a long time yet. I am sure I was listen I was destroyed yeah, yeah. I was a- I was absolutely destroyed of when course. I say that I started doing listen I just yeah. want to actually be clear on yeah. that when I started when I when I say that I started doing very well I basically mean that I was um it was a massive distraction for me to get in there. Mm. So I I can finally felt like I had ticked the box. That mm. I was not a loser working in... And that's what I yeah. was told. Yeah. You know, loser working in a coffee shop. Yeah. To now getting an office job and start working yeah. in an office. So that immediate relief for me was, was great. Because then I thought I had like immediate success. Because I was no longer yeah, an idiot working in a coffee self-esteem shop. self-esteem was, was better now at this stage. Even though you and I both know what job you have is irrelevant. As long as you're happy is the main thing. But 100%, back then, 100%. you had a huge amount of this reinforced idea that if you're in a coffee store, you're a loser. Nonsense. Yeah. Being trimmed into your head. Exactly. So this was very important at this time of your life. The only example of success that I had in Luxembourg was to work in an office job. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? So that was the yeah. only example I had of what pe- how people were doing well. And you needed to cling well. on to something like that because your your relationship was gone. Like the most important thing in your life was gone. Yeah. So you needed something to lift, give you a lift. Like give me a lift, exactly. Yeah. So, um, I had a huge amount of learning to do in that job, uh, to try to find my feet, um, to try and, you know, then start making friends, mm-hmm. um, identify who were my people, my little tribe, you know, my little, yeah. my little community, get all that together. Um, and so con, I was in that job for a year and a half, uh, mm-hmm. just doing my thing. Yeah. Um, and I... I just started to be the one that was doing all the presentations in the company, right? So I I, yes. I went on a, a PowerPoint course, right? And that really propelled me into being the 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 main designer, I suppose, in the company. All okay. the presentations were going through me. Nice. If we were doing pitches for clients or anything, it would all come through me. So yeah. about a year and... Uh, uh, no, where are we? Uh, yeah, about a year and a half ago. Or, yeah, just maybe a little bit over. Maybe just... 
two years ago, I suppose. Maybe I was only working there a year when this happened. But yes. um, this guy came in. We remember we had this massive pitch to do um for this for this potential client and this guy came in as a consultant to ensure that we would win this client, right? Mm-hmm. A real estate consultant. And he started working with my team because I was on the commercial team. So we'd be doing all that. He started working with us to do this pitch and he was coming to me all the time. He was saying, he was drawing out these things on paper saying, I need to have this converted into a PowerPoint slide. Can you do it? Mm. So half the stuff, sure, I had no idea how I'd be able to manage, but I'd always say yes, right? Mm -hmm. So I'd take on the challenge. And uh, anyway, turns out we didn't actually win that pitch, but I did a whopper slide deck for them Mm. and it came out, you know, very good, I think, for Mm. the tools that I had to do it. Anyway, fast forward, um, that guy is all of a sudden back in the office Mm -hmm. and the the financial director and the managing director both get kicked out all of a sudden out of the company. So... This guy is brought in, um, along with another guy, to act as an intro, act as interim MDs. Yes. Right. Yeah. So, this guy from working with me before, obviously, I don't know, like the way I worked, um, was very helpful to him. Yeah. He said, "I want that girl as my assistant." Right. So, he came to me one day and he said, "Would you be interested in being the executive assistant?" Yes. And I said, oh, thinking in my head, I was like, oh, God. Like, how like, much? How much? <laughs> how much? <laughs> For the right price, I can be. <laughs> so so I, I was thinking in my head, I said, oh, God, I don't know. And then I went to Yoast. Yoast is my confidant in there. So okay, we yeah. run everything by Yost, him. Basically. Yeah, and he was my manager. So, I, you know, okay. obviously so I had to say to him, you know, what do you think? And yes. um, he said, well, look, he said, uh, depends on depends on where you want to go in your career you know do you want to stay in sales marketing or do you want to go to be an executive assistant yes you know what skills are you going to learn as well was one of the main things you know where can i go from here yes and i so i was going back and forth con for for a long time on this and i said uh so i figured out right so if i didn't actually want it in the end in my head yeah so they came to me with a proposal and they said, look... You were playing hardball. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they thought you were playing hardball. They thought that, I was playing hardball. That's hilarious. But actually, I just oh, wanted them class. to refuse my, yeah, my offer. you legit didn't want it. So, so they came hilarious. to me with an offer right. and I sent them an email and said, um, I'd like to have a meeting to discuss uh, <laughs> the proposal with you. Yeah. So I went up to the office then and... Uh, I sat with Vincent and Yost and I said, listen, lads, I'm going to make them an offer that they absolutely have to refuse. So yeah. then they're going to... Oh, yeah. <laughs> so then they're going to say to me, in actual fact, we might just get somebody else and yes. you can stay in sales and marketing. Yes. So one of the things here, Connor, is that That's money nice. to me is... um, As long as I'm happy yeah. and as long as I'm enjoying my job yes. and my job isn't stressing my life out... as. Mm. Uh, to the point of where it's affecting my life yes then I'm happy yeah 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 you're not in I'm, the work just for the money just I mean, we all the, have to work for money but if you get a job that pays twice as much but it gives you twice as stress you're not going to take it 100% yeah. so 
I made them an offer that I thought they definitely refused. <laughs> so I sat down. An right? offer that you have to refuse. An offer that you, I'm going to make you an offer that you absolutely have to refuse. <laughs> so that's hilarious. So I sat down with your man anyway, and uh, I said, "Listen, um, I said I appreciate the offer that you've made me. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, quite attractive, uh, but not attractive enough. So." <laughs> So, uh, so I said listen I said uh, um, if I take this job and if I if I move into that position I want to be in long, uh, Luxembourg a little bit more long term I said it's a very expensive country to live in so oh, nice. if I if I'm staying here then show that me means the money. Show <laughs> so I said if I'm staying here I'm investing in my future so in order for me to have a clear vision of what my future looks like I can't be on that money yes. because that is not going to facilitate me being able to live here. Yes. Without a, <laughs> with, without a second, yeah. the guy said, the guy took up the piece of paper and he goes, all right, done. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's class. That's oh, class. So I said, really? Oh, that's great. He said, yeah, yeah. He said, looks reasonable. Oh, that's good. And oh, so you had provided a number, is it? I provided a ah, number. so they gave you an offer and you came with a counter offer. Exactly. I will raise your, <laughs> see your offer and raise your... <laughs> By double. So, uh, so he said, uh, yeah. So he said... <laughs> seems reasonable. Seems re- he said, seems reasonable. Mm. Um, he said, only thing is, I just need to check with the financial director and mm. then I'll be back to you. Right. So I said, uh, okay. <laughs> okay. So, so I didn't know changed. what to do to my, with myself yeah, then. Yeah, I was yeah. walking, walking back <laughs> so to you're like, I wish I asked for more. <laughs> then I went back to the lads oh, and they said, he said more. they accepted it. And I said, yeah. And they said, Vincent then said, you should have asked for more. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> so anyway, uh, Con. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's so funny they came, so they sent me an email very quickly and they said yeah. look uh, we accept the offer um, when yeah. can you start uh, oh can you move down God, no. so, so can you move down there tomorrow and you're like uh... Is that... <laughs> actually now hang on a second I'll tell you when I'm starting <laughs> another condition oh my god um, so anyway then I had to move pretty pronto uh, down there Whoa. and um, uh, so started then con um mm. Uh, in the executive assistant to the MD job um, mm. and he he only stayed there for about oh, listen I must have drove him mad he only stayed there six months no he was only <laughs> he was only an interim so okay, okay. then we then we got a new guy in um, yeah uh, last September 12 months and okay. uh, I've been there ever since um, same uh, job same executive job assistant to the MD yeah yeah amazing uh yeah so that kind of takes us up to date Connor. yes yes well absolutely i mean and then there's i mean there's still loads of relationship stuff but i think for today that would be great for another another like because we still need to know about your relationship like how that progressed how the pain of that did it, i mean i can only imagine like yeah that's a huge whopper story in itself and 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 trying to get over that and Uh, everything that you were learning listen the amount connor what we really need to do is a podcast on on coping mechanisms and reflection and and how to yes how to keep yourself alive basically um in these majorly stressful events in your life because listen con um and this is, I suppose, I just want to say this for all of us yeah. who have gone through pain. Um, you can't, you cannot underestimate 
how much a traumatic experience uh, in your life influences the way that you live the rest of your life after yes, that. Yes. I never understood that I could change so much. Listen, I just never had such a traumatic experience in my life. So yeah. I, I couldn't fathom even how much my life or how better I would be able to deal with my life after that. Now, listen, Connor, I also want to make it clear that um, uh, some people don't recover for years uh, uh, from this. But... I did. I kind did, and 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 I suppose Luxembourg was. I'm thankful for that because I never had a chance to stop. I never. Yeah. I I had to keep going, and uh, basically yeah. just to survive. So I barrel. I basically barreled through it. I yeah. barreled through it. But then when the dust settled, con yeah, that was that should be the next podcast. Then when the dust settles, yeah. So uh, yes. that's when. Well, you, that was what we wanted to do today. Um, end up being a two-part series but what we want to do is just get the you know the, the the skeleton of your story out there the structure out there and um to let people know that you're still alive is yeah. the first thing i suppose yeah and that you did have to leave the healthy coaches three and a half years ago or sorry three years ago the last podcast was three and a half years ago we were still doing a bit of coaching clients and then and then you started the coffee fellows and you had to leave the healthy coaches but your intention always was to come back to the healthy coaches and you're finally at a stage where you've been in this new job nearly three years you're you're stable enough in the job you've learned the ropes you have a mm. great position there you like the job stressful job don't get me wrong a lot of work but mm. you're now ready to dip your toe back into the healthy coaches Definitely. um it's what i'm bo- look listen it's what i'm born to do the, the, yes. the, well i turned the sounds a little bit hold on there well <laughs> look it's uh, it's it's what as I'm silly. born, born <laughs> to be alive. <laughs> oh, but it's look, so it's funny. what gives me the most joy. I suppose. Yeah, look, it's like this. The way I look at it, Ash, is that you, you've helped so many people in all of your health and wellness projects and into the mm. healthy coaches that. To me, it's it's you know we we talk about your your kind of vocation or, or your mission, and to me like the my way mission, the, yeah. the way I look at life is uh, the kind of my journey in life is um the way I get most joy out of life is helping people and what can yes. I do to help people the most and yes. the way I see you in your role is that you you have helped pe- so many people with with your health and wellness uh, projects and and things like that and um although you have a fantastic job and you i'm sure you'll stay in your job um with, for as long as as you want you're probably not um having as much of a significance in, in terms of helping people as you could through the healthy coaches definitely type, type of way that's kind of how I, I look at it anyway but uh yeah it kind of brings us up to today but as you were saying there there's still so much we uh, need to go into another podcast. Yeah, yeah, there's just there's so there's so much now that I've learned that I would love that I'd really love to share with people because mm. Jesus like con nobody knew. But that's also just want to say nobody knew what was going on in Luxembourg. So course, from yeah, the outside yeah, yeah. everything is hunky dory and everything is grand. Yeah. But I'm thinking like how many people out there have moved away from home, moved mm. to a new country and are struggling like mofos or you yeah. know 
completely dead inside you know or yeah. you know yeah well we're all living in secret ash let's be honest i mean you but you really put your your heart and soul out there t- today and and I had to go into your deep deepest darkest secrets like and uh you know i'm sure there's more skeletons in the closet so to speak we all have our, our secrets hidden away like and um the fact that you were able to share some of yours today is a great gift to the rest of us here um mm. and be so brave and vulnerable to do all that so i have to thank you for doing that yeah and thank um, you as we're going to progress through more podcasts together and and build back up uh, our content in the healthy coaches and get back into our community uh, and eventually uh, get back into coaching and, and all that's going to come to fruition but for now we just wanted to get this get uh, everyone up to date yeah where, just get where the you are yeah and i'm i'm very excited to continue the podcasts with you and to learn every because obviously on the side here we've rekindled our relationship we'll get into our story and stuff like that and i've been hearing this story in the background off air and hearing all the learnings you've been doing and all of the um in all the different rounds because what we've come to realize too ash and this is a big part of where we're going to healthy coaches is that yourself and myself in particular we when we got into health and wellness it was more from a physical perspective yes it was more yeah from a physical pain or physical your physical body we, we obviously did the weight loss stuff from the, the fit, conventional fitness yeah. stuff body composition but now through our lives and learnings we look at the, we look at everyone and ourselves more what you would say the word is i suppose holistically or more balanced mm. where we're not just these physical beings we're emotional we're mm. psychological mm. um so we are now addressing all of these different areas and that that's more of a wellness term we're, i'm doing a project at the moment which uh, we'll talk about another time about how to understand what wellness actually is health and wellness so um yeah, we'll talk about all of those things. and But the point I'm trying to make with saying all that is that through your experiences, you can now help us all with our emotional uh, wellness and our, and our psychological wellness. Yes. Because you were very ill in mm-hmm. those areas. You went through tremendous illness. And over the last three years, you've transitioned from illness um, back to the path to wellness type yes. of thing. Yeah, absolutely. And you're well enough now to re-engage in the healthy yeah. coaches. Yeah. And I so. definitely want to use those things um, to uh, to help to help other people. Try to even just equip them with just some tools to to help manage if people are in pain. Because yeah. it's just it's it's flipping so yeah, hard to deal yeah. with that yourself. Oh, but even stop. con even a tool of hearing somebody else's story, it also just provides a bit of solace. I think you know. I'm sure I'm the same. If I'm listening to podcasts or whatever, and I hear somebody's story and the pain that some people to be going through it even though it's a sick story and yeah. they've gone through so much pain i find solace in that you do you do you, you know do. And, it, and it helps the person saying it out there's nothing well i shouldn't say there's nothing but it's very important to say your pain out like and to have others hear it yeah um so you're not alone loneliness exactly. is the worst thing ever so i suppose i will we'll finish by letting our list about letting everyone know kind of what the plan is and we're Basically, we just want to start this. We just said, look, you know, with podcasts and with contents, you always want things to be perfect. And we're like, oh, we'll plan this and we'll do this. But we just said, look, feck it. Let's, let's just start. And uh, now that we've started this, we will um, figure out what our next podcast will be moving forward. And if anyone listening has any ideas or any insights, please do let us know. 
send us an email or get in contact our email is still info at the healthy coaches but really ash um the crack is we're we're in ireland here at the moment and you're going back now to luxembourg Mm. you're still in your job and we don't know the podcast will not be will not be very structured at the moment it's kind of more of an ad hoc basis you'll be thinking about your ideas while you're over in luxembourg you'll be writing down podcasts you want to do and then whenever we can get together We'll, yes. kind of cr- we'll kind of crank some out is that kind of what we're thinking exactly that's exactly it yeah listen I mean it's just I'm absolutely delighted to be back delighted to be back speaking yes, to everybody great. delighted that we can sit down here today to do this Um, come so far uh, from where we were from when we first parted yes. ways I suppose Um. so yeah uh, all I can say is just you know keep an eye out for, for I assume that there's going to be plenty more podcasts coming down the line Yes, uh, we've so absolutely. many ideas so we do we do keep and in thanks touch thanks everyone for for listening this far we really appreciate that yeah absolutely we're, deli- we're delighted to reconnect with our audience and uh, the journey has just begun yes alright guys I think that's that's it from us and uh, thanks so much again as Connor said for listening Um, fair play to you if you've made it this far (laughs) what a marathon so uh, keep an eye out for the next one take it easy take care everyone Bye. bye bye bye